Hey, how's it going, everyone? Welcome back to Sang Media Podcast. I am your host, Vinny Sang. Welcome to the last and final episode of season one. Let's go. Thank you for following the journey and just being along with this. Uh, we look forward to season two and want your feedback on season one, just on what we can improve and stuff like that. But I would like to introduce our final special guest, a talented individual, really good in the music industry. And I'm just happy to have met him. Welcome to the podcast if you would like to introduce yourself. Yeah, what a great introduction, Vinny. That's wild. Um, yeah. Hi, everybody. My name is Tarif Sharif. Um, I am an artist and musically I go by the name of Carnotic. Um, yeah. And I'm super excited to talk with you guys and sort of Vinner about my musical journey and how I've gotten uh, to where I am up to this point. Yes, sir. And I can't tell you, Tarif, how long I've been waiting to get you on this podcast. Uh-huh. Man, I've been waiting a whole minute to get <laughs> on a podcast. Also, bugging Vinny, doing all that. Yes, sure. sir. If you guys don't know, like, I think this took a month for us to finally schedule this. If because one week he would have something, another week out I would have something. Vinner's yeah, a busy guy. Vinner's <laughs> always booked. It's hard to get a hold of Vinner. Things like that, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, same goes for you. I mean, you're still in school doing projects and stuff like that too. And right. then like you're also doing your own projects. And the holidays were pretty recent too. So I was like, I'm definitely not going to ruin the holidays. Let's do it after the holidays right, and for sure, like that. for sure. Um, but if you guys don't know, like Tarif. Um, the reason why I really w- wanted him on this podcast is uh, he's a mutual friend between both of us because uh, I have a friend that's in the videography business too, and he helped me with some of the camera stuff. Um, but then he introduced me to Tarif, and he was like, "Yeah, this is a musician that I shoot and stuff like that." And I was like, "Wow, this, like his music is really fucking dope. Like I could really listen to it. Like I really like the beat and everything. This is the type of shit I like." And he was like, "Oh yeah, he actually wants help with the music video," and I was like, "Oh, that's crazy." And then. Next thing you know, we like, he sends me like the storyboard. He's like, all right, this is my plan, blah, 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 blah. We meet, we meet the shoot and like one of the most chillest shoots I've ever been in. Thank you. I appreciate that. I always say, you know, if something isn't enjoyable when you're creating it, it probably won't be enjoyable to view it either, you know? So just being able to create those sort of free flowing, smooth environments is really important. Yes. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Because when we were shooting, it was just nothing but smooth vibes. It was like... Yeah, just laughs the whole time, right? You're like, you just you see my vision? We're like, yeah, I totally see your vision. Let's just get it done. And you're like, right. bet, let's get it done. Right. Um, but the reason why I wanted him on the podcast, because after that, like, we we actually got really close with each other and we we got to eat out with each other a little bit and then um, just talk about, about each other's journeys. And I, I think I told you I wanted to start a podcast. Um, yeah, so so I remember, I forget exactly what restaurant we were at or what we were eating, but I remember Vinner sort of clearly describing his vision of, of having a podcast with his friends who do interesting, creative things um, and having these sorts of conversations uh, with them in this area. And I think it's a really big deal to sort of have a platform with those sorts of conversations because you don't really hear about stuff being made out of Virginia where we are. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think that's really important and really exciting. Yeah, and now thankfully I have you here to speak about your experience, and now we're, we can finally dive into it because I feel like there's a lot of musicians that come from the DMV area, right? Sure. Um, but there, there a ton. Like Chris Brown was a musician here, right? And he he left Virginia. Um, Wale from was from DC, right? Mm-hmm. I forgot who was from Maryland, um, but there are musicians here that started up here and I guess and I know there's a lot of musicians here that want to start but I guess the question is what drove you to finally start and what would your advice be to those people who are just starting in the music industry in the DMV um I think 
I think for me, if if you're a musician who wants to get into music truly, I think first you have to look into what are you, what are your sort of intentions um, in making music, right? I think a lot of us have this sort of um, perception that that being an artist is sort of you know sexy, and you know there there are these sort of things that come with it, fame and money, and like other things like that. But I personally, I think it's pretty weird to be able to. I think it's weird to be chasing things like like fame or money or people knowing you. Like the the concept of moving around in a space and having hundreds of people know your name isn't really appealing to me, right? So I think the first thing I would say to a musician starting out is, well, what are you doing it for? For me, it was just a way for me to uh, sort of escape my like, home environment not that it was necessarily like hard growing up at home or anything like that just in terms of expression right it was a therapeutic thing for me Mm. um so again just sort of making sure your motivations um and your intentions are right in creating music before getting into it yeah i like a hundred percent agree with that because um i think it's on musicians too and like other creatives out there where Obviously, if you make it in, you know, this business, right, whether it's like music, entertainment, um, videography, uh, acting, all that type of stuff, right? People fixate on the money, the fame and all that type of stuff, but they don't really think of the people who are actually passionate about it and the people who do get the money and fame. Sure, maybe they quote unquote just did it to be popular, but you would see the people who are really respected and their backstories they did it because it was an escape for them. They did it because like they were actually really passionate about it. It was like a second form of expression for them. And and you can you can tell Vinny when someone is truly passionate about something and and when they're not, right? When you're when you're chasing after these sort of superficial things, you will you'll very clearly see these these people sort of fronting in their music or talking about things that they don't have or lifestyles they don't live just to be able to keep up a certain persona, right? Mm. And I think I think it really sort of comes across when you look at it and when you hear that type of music, right? Mm. And so I think there's a lot of that with musicians who are coming into this sort of uh, space trying to trying to live up to a certain lifestyle that they don't live. And they just sort of get caught up in how people look at them as opposed to focusing on the music and what truly interests them. Mm, wow. I never really thought about it in that way. Like, I never really, you know how they say, like, depending on your moods, you like, you really dive into the lyrics of the, of the song mm-hmm. or like, or sometimes you're just listening to the beat of it. Mm-hmm. But I never really noticed that sometimes people are just singing their empty thoughts onto things that they want that really doesn't truly express themselves like i didn't really think about that until you just brought it up right now that's crazy yeah i, I like to say Vinny, life life isn't about life isn't all about music right but yeah. but the music should always be about real life mm, do you know what i mean that's really smart yeah. um and so that's sort of how i try to approach things oh, okay. um music is is an aspect of my life that i'm fortunate to be good at right great at some might some might say um, but it doesn't consume me in the way that I'm, I'm like I'm thinking about it 24 seven. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's I really like that quote. That's a really good quote. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, I've been practicing. <laughs> <laughs> that's wow. Like I feel like a lot of people could take back from that, and that's gonna be really helpful to the community. Um, so 
as you were saying, like it was kind of like an outlet to you, right? It was a way to escape your home. Not saying that your home was like a bad place, right? right? But I guess what was that, that push was like, okay, I'm going to go, I don't know, maybe you just start writing in a journal or maybe you just start spitting a beat and you're just like, wow, I really want to do this. Yeah, so that first sort of initial step for me was um, just enjoying music um, mm-hmm. and just being a, a consumer, right? I loved sort of listening to music when I was working out or when I was playing basketball really early on in high school or, um, you know, sort of when I was writing, just doing things in my daily life. I really enjoyed just listening to music. So at some point, I think when you really, really love um, a sort of art form, you'll try to dabble in it. Yeah. Um and that was sort of that for me. You know, I just messed around. I tried watching YouTube tutorials on how to make beats. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though they were terrible, there was a sort of enjoyment, a personal enjoyment and satisfaction that I got from making those beats and, and making those first songs. And so I just kept going. And um, I never made music for anyone else other than myself. So whatever anybody else was saying didn't really matter to me. Mm-hmm. So I just kept going. And then yeah. it's just progressed to the point where I sound the way I sound now. That's tough. That's really inspirational too. Like, I feel like, especially in our generation, right? And maybe even younger, um, we mostly care about what other people think. Absolutely. So yeah. it's like, oh, well, I'm not getting the results I want right now. It's like, I've been like working on this for so long and it's like, oh, should I change this to make sure they like this? And it's like, no, like you should be doing it for you at the end of the day, because at the end of the day, this makes this makes you happy. Right. Yeah. You know, I, absolutely. Vinner. It's just it's one of those things again. And it comes across right when 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 you're making music for other people, not only are you not going to get out the sorts of feelings and things that you're internalizing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're going to. You're just going to get caught up building a facade and, and just building up these songs and these sorts of spaces that don't really exist. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense because you don't want to have that empty void feeling inside you, right? Yeah, and then and then even moving forward, right? If you make a certain type of music, your audience will grow to expect a certain type of music from you, and then you'll end up getting stuck in this cycle of making that type of music. Ah, oh, I see. Yeah, that's true. So... How how was that process of like, I guess, did you already figure out what type of music that you were going to make? Or was it kind of like a process th- along the way where you're like, oh, this, oh, I fuck with this more. Or like, I, I'm going to be doing this. Oh, I think the camera just turned off. Okay. Interesting. Um, we're going to take a short little break, okay. <laughs> I guess, <laughs> for, right now. We're about 10 minutes in. Um, this is a little bit earlier than our halftime break. But this is a time to perfectly say, hey. We are looking for sponsors on this Saying Media podcast or just sponsors in general. You know, I have a lot of guests that are creative on here. Shout out to my boy Tarif. I mean, if you yeah, want to sponsor Vinner. Sponsor. <laughs> we are looking for sponsors. Like, you know, you need something in this music video. You need something to talk about on this podcast. Or do we do short films? We do skits and all that type of stuff. So, you know, just let us know. Um, take this time to have a 30, sec- 30 second to um, one minute break get that water go go use the restroom real quick get a little snack and we'll see you in 30 seconds to the minute and we are back um for the people who are watching on youtube sorry about that camera delay um still figuring out you know i have a really good camera but uh sometimes it can't do continuous rolling and sometimes it overheats so um fixing it and learning as i go you know um but to leave off where 
we came from. Um, and hope you guys are enjoying your break, enjoyed your break and got the snacks and the water that you need because we're obviously hydrating here. Yes, too. sir. Be hydrated. Yes. <laughs> um, so we were talking about, I guess, finding your style, you know, like finding what type of music that, you know, represented you. How was that process? Yeah. So I think, I think for me, there was always an intentional effort to sort of mesh in um, sounds from where I come from uh, in the East. And when I say I come from, I mean, my, my parents really come from um, in India. Um, and meshing that with sounds that I heard growing up here in Virginia, right? Like the popular pop music, the R&B music that we heard, whether it was Bryson Tiller or sort of Akon um, and Kanye and these sorts of influences and being able to mesh those two things together um, was really important for me, especially because I didn't see it in the music uh, landscape uh, for myself to be able to consume. So I, I was creating from a place um, to make something for myself that fit that sort of gap. Yeah. Um, and so that was sort of the, the main, like, kicking point behind making that type of music for okay. me. Yeah. That's really dope. And I could definitely, like, with you explaining the process, and if you guys haven't already listened to his music, um, go ahead and plug yourself right now. I'm also going to put it in the link below in the caption below. Sure. Um, I just dropped a uh, EP, a nine-song EP called uh, Sayoni. Um, again, it sort of meshes those sorts of sounds from the East and the West in contemporary R&B and bedroom pop songs, uh, a couple rap songs also. Um, sort of, and it sort of brings together all those elements in an in interesting and I think an enjoyable sonic experience. Definitely check it out if you're trying to listen to some new music during quarantine. Yeah, it's really good music, y'all. Um, and I really like that you said, you're, you know, you were like, you're bringing your own culture in, right? Like your your parents' culture, because I guess we, um, us like second generation Asian Americans were born here and stuff like that, right? Right. Um, but like being really humble to that, but also respecting the music that we listen to here, right? Correct. Yeah. And it's like, I could definitely see that mesh within your music. And like, it's funny that you say that because like, I do see Bryson Tiller and then like, I could see you putting your culture into it too. And it's like, I guess, like, that's what makes you unique, you know? You know what I'm saying? It's like, a lot of artists have inspirations, right? But it's very rare for someone to make it, them like, themselves, like, represented to themselves. And I feel like you're able to do that with your music because it's very represented, representative of you, you know? It's like, you know this is your music. It's not a copy of someone else's music. Yeah, thank you. I, I appreciate that. I think getting to that point sonically was um, a whole lot of just trial and error, to be honest with you, Vinny. Um, but I always knew I wanted it to sound a certain way. I just didn't know how to execute it at the time. Um, but yeah, I I really, I really want to be able to push that sort of sound forward. And it doesn't really exist in the mainstream landscape or even, even the underground landscape um, on a certain level. So... Hopefully, people will catch on uh, eventually, which is the hope, right? Um, but I'm going to continue to make music like this and polish up the sound for sure. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. So I guess another question that's been boggling in my head, I guess, about you, right? Like when you started and everything. Because um, obviously, you have YouTube for the research, right? And then like you just mm -hmm. break down the stuff. But when during the process where... Because, you know, the beginning is obviously really confusing. It's really, like, frustrating and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But during the process, when were you able to be like, wow, this is 
like night and day, like this is really making more sense to me. And like, um, I guess of which eventually ended up, cause I think when last time we talked, you were going to Atlanta to mm-hmm. like either clear your mind or like shoot, some, um, not shoot, record some things or there. And you know, like Atlanta is like a really big city for music. So I was just always wondering about that process and like how that happened. Uh, sort of like the, what do you mean? Like the music making process or just yeah, like- I guess kind of like, Starting from, I guess, home studio, right, mm-hmm. to reaching out to other people, going to studio studios, collaborating with other people, stuff like that. Because, you know, I, I feel like, I guess when people talk about it, it's actually easier said than done, right? It, it mm-hmm. feels easy. Yeah. But a lot of people who are trying to figure out are just confused. It's like, I don't know where to start or like, yeah. I don't know how to get to to that next step. Right. So I think, I think like anything, right, you know, they say... Um, opportunity is like hard work meets like luck or something that's like the cliche quote um so i think the same sort of thing uh applied for me um i want to say i was in my sophomore or junior year of college i'm at vcu i think and at the time i was just making records um in my bedroom uh with uh, a close friend of mine um pretty much a couple times a week um and we were getting it in um pretty consistently um, it got to the point in that semester, uh, where something, uh, personal happened to me, uh, that sort of, uh, took me out of, um, you know, studying and schoolwork and sort of just all of my responsibilities that I felt like I had at the time. Um, and it sort of pushed me to sit down, uh, with my music and sort of really start, for lack of a better word, taking it seriously. Um, I was, I was really hurting at the time. And, yeah. um, my way of coping with it was to create music. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had never been in a professional studio, um, at that time. Yeah. Um, but those sorts of experiences there at VCU pushed me to book, um, my first couple of hours at Good People's at the time. Good oh, People's okay. is a studio, um, in Richmond. In Richmond. Um, and I would just book a couple hours here and there um, when I could, and I started making music uh, seriously, right? I guess seriously, yeah, um, for lack of a better term. And I just really started enjoying it there. Um, and then over time, that sort of relationship with that engineer at the time um, led me to coming to a studio here in Northern Virginia, where I ended up uh, recording a majority of um, my music. Oh, wow. That's really tough and it's always um interesting and thank you for sharing that um it's always interesting that it takes you know something that happens to you personally yeah to give that extra push for something Mm -hmm. i feel like that's with a lot of artists and a lot of like creatives out there it's like what was the final tipping point for you to be like i'm going to you know do this thing and it's like it's always like oh i just I just hit something or something happened to me or like I just was disgusted with myself or X, Y, and Z. And it's like, oh, I know I just want to do this. And then next thing you know, you're just diving headfirst into it. Yeah, I I think like with any sort of creative pursuit, Vinny, I think if you head in a general direction towards what you're trying to achieve, you'll end up learning a lot of things along the way and you'll end up probably somewhere that you didn't expect to be, but a lot further than you initially had anticipated. Yeah. And so I think that's the sort of uh, big thing I would say um, that I take away from that sort of journey. Yeah. And I really, 
agree with that and I really appreciate what you're saying about that depth too because I feel like a lot more people need to hear that type of stuff right and um, realize that it is a process it is a journey and just like respect the ups and downs of it type of thing and you know like you said you never know where you're going to end up absolutely do not know yeah and I, I think it's really important not to not to be afraid of failing right yeah. you will ra- rarely you will meet talent that is so extraordinary that there is no failure at all exactly uh, for the vast majority of us we will make mistakes we will fail we will have songs that flop we will have videos that don't do well we will have things that aren't shot correctly but eventually those sorts of mistakes start roughing out and you get a real smooth stone a real nice product at the end of the day you know what I mean? yeah i completely agree with that you the best success stories are never seen with the mountain of failures behind it. There People it only see the success. But with all the euphemism, <laughs> you need to respect the process because you don't learn from just being successful. Because down the road, if you are nothing but successful, I mean, great, like great for you, right? But you, let's say this metaphor, like you're just half-assing or just doing things last second all the time, and you just somehow so happen to get away with it, right? Right. That one time you do fail, it's going to feel miserable. <laughs> But if you fail, keep on learning, then you develop it to be perfection, develop it to be, well, there's nothing is perfect, right? But you develop it to a way where you meet a standard that you know you want to meet. Sure. It's like, oh, I, f- I messed up that shot. Let's do it again this way. Oh, that, that beat didn't really match with that lyric right there. Oh, um, we kind of messed up, we messed up that gimbal shot in the music video. So next time I know this is how I want to do it for the next music video and stuff like that. For sure. Yeah. Um, Go to take another minor break, guys. Sorry, y'all. I just heard, yes, the, I heard the camera <laughs> once again close on me. So I'm going to try to fix up the battery and stuff like that and see if that's the issue. Um, but look forward to the next topic. We're going to be right back in about 10 seconds. It's not going to be that long. And we are back again. Just a disclaimer for people just joining in or who are watching on the YouTube channel and stuff like that. Uh, the camera has been going on and off. Just change the camera battery on it. Hopefully that will fix it. If not, you know, just feel free to just listen in and continue on YouTube. I'll put timestamps of when the videos will come back on or where to just listen. Or if you're just listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, you're just cruising with us right now. Absolutely. Um, but we left off on talking about, you know, how don't be scared of failure, right? Right. Because failure is the foundation of making success. Absolutely. So... Yeah. People out there, like, if you're like, man, I messed up, I messed up, I messed up. It's only a true failure if you learned nothing from it. Absolutely. You know, all the quotes. All yeah, the quotes that yeah, I am saying. Uh, <laughs> it just, this is what this podcast is for. And, like, I watch a lot of, like, Gary Vee and motivational stuff. It's, like, people, mental issues are, are not a joke. You know, it's definitely not a joke, especially with our generation. And people can say, like, oh, back in my day, we were more tough and stuff like that. But it's because you know, that's why there's a lot of people who have like, you know, PTSD and other stuff like that. Granted, they went through some stuff, right? But if you're not able to express this, like, this is not a joke either. Like, you need to be able to express yourself. So that's why I want this to be here for. But, um, Sharif, I just kind of like, onto the next subject and, um, I guess wrapping things up and stuff like that. Sure. Uh, is I just wonder what you've been up to now. What, what can we look forward to in the future? And, if you have any questions for me or anything in general you want to talk about, let's just keep it going, bro. Yeah, I mean, uh, in terms of sort of what I have going on, um, um, I think that 
you can look forward to me sort of continuing to make music. Um, I think it's something that I'm always going to do. Um, in terms of putting out music, you may not hear from me for a while now um, after this last project has come out, and that's because of a lot of exciting things happening behind the scenes for me Yeah. Um, that I can't speak about yet. Um, but yeah, just sort of believe in me, believe in the process, uh, listen to the music. Um, I'm trying my absolute hardest to be able to uh, bring together all of my influences in an exciting and interesting way um, and just bring a real sort of a buzz and hopefully in the future to be able to create infrastructure in Virginia to be able to put on um, other artists like me um, who sort of don't have the means to be able to you know, record songs in a studio and buy studio time and pay an engineer and pay for mastering and, and sort of do all the things that you don't necessarily see um, uh, your favorite artist doing because it's mostly behind the scenes stuff. Um, so, so that sort of stuff um, is something to look forward to. Other than that, Vinny, I've been sort of chilling at home like everybody else, tough, you know, tough, taking yeah. things day by day. I know we sort of had that conversation about, you know, what, what life has been like, um, but I'm sure you can speak to um, also what your life has been like uh, during this time in quarantine. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I definitely mentioned it a couple times on previous podcasts and stuff like that, but I feel like no matter how many times you talk about it, something new always happens. Like, right. There's always something going on. And um, I'm, I think we're in the, with the, in this recording right now, in this day and this time right now, um, I'm at a point during quarantine where I'm kind of on the hustle and on the grind right now. Cause before, um, like how you were saying, like you were releasing stuff and you were working on projects. Now it's behind the scenes type of stuff. Right. And now you're focusing on yourself. You're just relaxing and doing you, mm -hmm. which I'm really happy for. I'm really excited for like right. hearing cause behind the scenes stuff, dude, like if you guys don't know out there, behind the scenes stuff is just as important as the stuff that you see that go out there. So sure. really respect that process. Um, and then also respecting, um, no matter how hard someone's grinding on their passion and stuff like that, you need to respect that they're human too, that they need their breaks. Absolutely. And have to have their health for themselves. So I'm glad you're able to take that break for yourself and sure. just do you. Um, me, I think I was the opposite, right? So I was doing mostly behind the scenes stuff, helping out others, honing my craft and just like practicing and prepping and stuff like that. And now I'm at the spot where now I'm focusing on the craft. I'm doing it for myself and I'm making that type of content for myself. And, um, it's been interesting. Like, I'm really excited to do it. And it's like, it's, it's like, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's nerve wracking and tedious, but I, it's exciting. It's like the, it's the good anxiety. That's great. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, okay, I want to do this. I want to do this. And it's like, I'm kind of holding myself accountable. Right. Cause like before I said, okay, beginning of quarantine, right. It's like, need to take the break need to realize family, need to realize X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. really try to figure out myself and stuff like that. And I think I took enough in time of that and I'm tired of, um, cause it, it comes where like I, everything comes in balance. Right. So I took a big enough break where now it's like, Oh, I'm just doing the same thing every day. Sure. I'm just getting up late, going to sleep late, playing video games, cooking here and there. Mm -hmm. And I'm not really doing it. I'm, I'm picking up projects when I get asked to help and stuff like that, but I'm not doing anything for myself anymore besides just bullying, basically. Right. So now it's like, all right, I need to get this person on the podcast. I need to figure out these type of TikToks. I need to restart this business. I need to expand out more on this other business. I need to reach out to clients or I need to see if someone else has gigs for me and stuff like that. Or I'm even thinking about right now too of 
getting a part-time job because I just need some capital right now. You right. Know? Or like maybe just debate on getting a full-time job, make more capital, but still be doing this. Because no matter what, like even if I do the nine to five, I still have five and after right? sure. to do the work and stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah, absolutely. Vinny, I always say, I think that there's absolutely no shame. And for everyone else watching as well, I think there's absolutely no shame in working a nine to five in order to fund um, your passion and your pursuits um, after 5 p.m. Yes. Personally, right, um, I've worked and still sometimes, you know, pick up shifts at um, a local retail store, right, to yep. be able to fund these studio sessions, right, to be able to pay the mix engineers, to be able to, you know, pay for studio time, to pay for beats, like, to pay people for videos, like, you know, like, these sorts of things cost money, Vinny, right? Yes, and at yes. the end of the day, you need to be comfortable as a human being before you're able to, you know, create from a comfortable place also, you yeah. know what I mean? So. Thank you, and it's really reassuring because for hearing you say that because only like a, some couple people can say that or like there's like the really hardcore creatives like you know like no you need to do this like right ten percent blah, blah blah but it's like we said it in the podcast before like no shame of the nine to five yeah if that's what your main goal is too then great like th if that's what you want that's what you want like everyone should be pursuing what for what they want but if you're a creative don't be like don't limit yourself i guess in a way because like I have the time now, but now, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, before, I was like, I have the time to just focus on this stuff. That's why I was doing a lot behind the scenes and, like, just honing my craft. But now I'm at a time where, like, okay, I need a little bit more extra money, mm -hmm. but there's no shame. Like, I don't need to be like, oh, no, I should still be focusing on this right now. It's like, if you need the money, like, you have the time after to do that. That's why you hear a lot of the successful stories. Like, there are billionaires out there that worked that cashier job, and then they've worked on their side hustle after that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, Vinny, it's like, it's, it's one of those, it's one of those things, right? Like human beings are so complex. Yeah. Right. And just even like on, on a societal level, right? Like I think in the West we play, we, we sort of give so much emphasis to, we, we put a lot of emphasis on a person's identity being so heavily involved in what they do. Um, that I think that it sort of needs to be toned back a bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. A human being is not just the sort of career they engage in. It's their interests. It's their passions. It's the things they do in their free time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and here we'll sort of, um, look at somebody who's a cashier or, you know, somebody who's a librarian or a teacher and feel that they're inferior just because of an occupation that they chose and that yeah. they do to make money. Or maybe they even enjoy that occupation. But it's it's a weird concept, I think. Yeah. And uh, I think that's where the rule of thumb comes, where, like, respect everyone and anyone. Because you don't know what their stories are. You Absolutely. don't know what's behind them. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I 100% agree. Um, I guess for the final things to wrap things off and stuff like that, uh, is there any, like, tips that you want to give to people around our age out there in general? And especially, I guess, in the music, the music genre, too. Um, that are just starting out or who are on the journey but are like going through rough patches right now just trying to figure things out yeah if you're if you're a kid who's dealing with something or if you just want to you just want to make it in music right or you just want you just want some sort of direction um just understand that there isn't always going to be direction right and it's not always going to be a clear path uh, the one thing you can control is your output right so just keep making music keep 
shooting videos, keep doing whatever it is you like to do, as cliche as it sounds, yeah. right? And eventually you'll find yourself in a much better place than you are currently in now. Um, and that's all I really have to say. If you truly enjoy something, it won't matter to you what uh, your friend thinks about what it is you're doing. It doesn't matter to you about what your neighbor thinks about what you're doing. It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, you're holding yourself accountable for your own actions. And so... It doesn't matter because you're doing what you wanted to do in the first place. Yep, and I 100% agree with that. Thank you for the advice, Tarif. Um, if you want to, once again, shout out your Spotify and all that type of stuff, where people can they follow you, for fit, sure. find you and stuff like that. I'll put a link below, but let's say it out loud right now. Sure, you can listen to my brand new EP, Sayoni, on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, um, wherever uh, music is streamed. Um, you can also search up my um, artist name on those platforms, uh, Carnatic, C-A-R-N-A-T-I-K. Um, on social media, Snapchat, um, Instagram, and Twitter, it's C-A-R-N-A-T-I-K underscore, and it's pronounced Carnatic. Um, other than that, Viner, I appreciate you having me. Um, as always, always great having a conversation with you. Always. Um, yeah, there's, there's nothing really else I have to push. Just keep keep sort of just doing whatever makes you happy. Um, follow my journey if you're interested in the sorts of things I talk about. Um, humbly, I feel like I make great music. Uh, he does. Um, he does. <laughs> so, yeah, just believe in me and... Just keep patient, and I'm going to continue to do what I do. And I promise you, Venner is going to keep doing what he's doing. Yes, sir. Um, and we'll see where we are the next time we talk. Yes, sir. I love it, and I can't wait to see more from you. Um, please follow him in his journey. Keep up with him, because trust me, you will not regret it. Um, thank you again for being on this podcast. It really means the world to me. And um, like I, like you said, I can't wait to see you on the next one. Um, I'll put down everything in the link below for the socials and stuff like that. Follow Saying Media Podcast, you know. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Do that. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, sorry about this YouTube video because for some reason my camera's being different today and it's turning on and off. So you don't see this end half, but I wish it only happens for the special interviews, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> um, but I'll put in the plugs into the video as well so you can see that. Um, so. Also hit the link tree below to follow, you know, saying me a podcast on different platforms. You know, I'm doing TikTok. I'm doing other business stuff. You can follow all the companies that are helping along with this as well and stuff like that. Um, and lastly, thank you again. Again, I don't know how many times I had to say that, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you a lot for coming on here. Final episode of season one. Really appreciate that to you. Of course. Likewise, Minner. Thank you. Yep. Peace out, everyone. Peace. Have a good one.